Hello and welcome to the 29th edition of the Two Black Turnerty Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm your host, Chris. And today, um, we're going to talk about, we've been gone for almost two months, um, a little while, and we just wanted to catch up with some stuff, some movies, some things on the horizon. Um, so I guess we're going to start out with uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Got to see your cousin in action. Yeah, I was really excited about that. And I was really loving the uh, reaction to her online. People are like, we need a Black Canary solo movie. And I'm like, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was it was a sort of mix. It was what Suicide Squad should have been. It reminded me of Deadpool a lot, too. Yeah. And so um, I, I, I liked the movie. I thought it was good as, as it was um I, like i don't think it's outstanding by any means but like it, it is a solid comic book movie that's not really based off a comic book yeah no i mean i enjoyed it i thought uh i thought black mass was a fun villain i liked the team kind of coming together mm-hmm. um it i will say it was definitely more of a harley quinn movie than a birds of prey movie right like it's definitely like margot robbie's movie mm-hmm. and you have to like her take of harley quinn i think to really enjoy it but no i mean black canary was cool Huntress, um, Hunter, Huntress was fine. Yeah. Uh, Renee Montoya, yeah, I forget the little girl's name. Cassandra Kane. Cassandra Kane. That that is one of my gripes with the movie is Cassandra Kane's in there because in the comics she's the daughter of a world class assassin like who's you know in that conversation with Deathstroke and Deadshot and things of like yeah he's a like he and Batman can go toe to toe. Um in terms of martial arts skills. And so then, you know, he Cassandra Kane gets tainted, trained and then essentially goes under Batman's wing. But for her to just be like this sort of like thief, I mean, you could still say, you know, it's her father is still out there since she was adopted. But, you know, I don't see them going in that direction. Yeah, I mean, I think Cassandra Kane was in the movie because they wanted to give Harley Quinn a friend mm-hmm. to help humanize her. And make her more likable. I mean, this is a thing that you see. They, they, they've done it quite a bit. I mean, Logan did it. Mm-hmm. Deadpool 2 did it. Yeah. Everybody's protecting the kid. This is why this movie reminded me of Deadpool like a lot. I yeah. mean, being told out of order, the narrations, the like. It was rated R. Though, I felt like it, Deadpool is definitely more violent than this. Yeah, it, Deadpool was a lot had a lot more gore and blood in it. The only gore I remember in this is how they killed uh, Black Mass. Yeah, and then in terms of just like sort of the... Um, and when those people got tortured. Yeah, but the with with the breaking of the bones and things like that, when they like fought people, that's something that wouldn't happen in a PG-13 movie. Like, it'd be implied, it wouldn't be shown. Like with Black Mass Driver, how, you know... Harley Quinn just jumped on his kneecaps and his, while his legs were extended. I was like, ooh, felt that one. Um, I like I like Margot Robbie and as her Harley Quinn. I mean, obviously, the only other Harley Quinn that you can talk about is uh, Tara Strong. Tara Strong, And she's yeah. the OG, just like, you know, so you, you can't really touch that. But I like her interpretation of Harley Quinn. I like Huntress. Renee Montoya, I don't really care about you one way or the other. Like, you're here for the movie, and that's fine. I did find it weird that Harley Quinn's fighting, like, all these people, and then when she goes to fight Renee Montoya because she's a main character, they, you know, do fist to cuffs and 
they are even in a fight. I was like, that's a little yeah, weird. Yeah, well, like, yeah, Harley's able to kill all these people, but it's like, oh, can't kill Renee Montoya because she's a, she's a, a real person. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a main character. But, I mean, that's, you know. That's movies for That's you. movies for you. Um, I think the other thing that a lot of movies haven't really had online besides, I mean, obviously, all, all the women-led uh, superhero movies or action movies have had this, but, you know, uh, there was this, just a lot of incels out there that saying this movie, if this movie spent, like, as much time on, like, girl power as it did on like their costumes and we'd go see it and it's just like well no one wants you to go to the movie so you can jack off in the theater like that's not okay yeah the people that are like harley quinn isn't as sexy in this and it was like dog like porn exists man like i'm sorry like i don't i don't understand people that are like oh man i go to like i go to the movies to get off it's just kind of like that's weird it's weird and as an adult there are there are other out there are other avenues to do that. Like when I go to a movie, I just want to be entertained, like full mm-hmm. stop. Yeah, I'm not like, well, how sexy are these costumes? Like it's just, it's just weird. And I mean, it really is just like the insult movement online wanting to complain because you know comic book movies are getting too woke. Whatever mm-hmm. that means, it just means you know they're not the main target audience anymore, and they can't handle it. Yeah, and it's just other people exist, guys. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I I, I, I like the movie. Um, obviously, I don't think it's going to get a traditional sequel. I think if we get another Harley Quinn movie, it'll be, you know, sort of separate. Maybe we'll get Ivy and something like that. Um, I'm not entirely sure which way they can go with it. I think they sort of have, they can write their own. Yeah, it's very open-ended. I mean, they, they could do whatever they... I think they've positioned Marvel Robbie's Harley Quinn where she could appear in any movie they wanted her to. Right. One thing is, I did not like that they killed Black Mask. You think you think they killed him too soon? Yeah. I think they killed him way too soon. I mean... But then again, we also don't know how Matt Reeves' Batman is going there's to other Batman. There's other Batman villains. I mean, there's other gangsterish villains. I mean, you got Two-Face and Penguin and people yeah. like that. So I'm not... I mean, I think the reason they use Black Mask is because Black Mask is sort of like a generic mm-hmm. gangster type villain. Mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor had a lot of fun as Black Mask. Oh yeah, he did. And that's always chewing the scenery. Yeah, he he was he was he was great. I really enjoyed him. Uh, it was I mean I like Ewan McGregor as an actor, so it was good to see him. You know, be able to just sort of just shine in this movie. There's no um. Yeah, no, uh, no, Jared Leto. Sorry, Jared Leto fans. Yeah, he switched over to Marvel. He's fine now. Yeah, he's Morbius. Well, depending on how Morbius goes. I we didn't even talk about Morbius. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, we only had a trailer for it. I so you know. Is it in the MCU? Nobody knows. MCU, no one knows. Not even Marvel. (laughs) No, they don't. It's like they had a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man picture in there. Yeah. In the exact pose from the from the game from the game, so it's just like, are you in the game universe? Are you in the Marvel? But then universe? Michael Keaton's in it, so you're like, uh, maybe in the MCU, and he's wearing the same costume. Who knows? Kevin Feige, he's like, who approved this? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean Harley Quinn, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, and you know, hopefully we get a proper Birds of Prey movie in the future, and uh, you know, a solo Black Canary movie and featuring Green Arrow. 
But in that... But, yeah, I mean, Green but, Arrow is dead in the TV universe, so, I yeah. mean, you could do a Green Arrow movie. You could put him in a movie. Not that they're not already doubling up on characters all the time. Yeah. Anyway. As we saw in Crisis. The two Flashes. Still great. Still yeah. Great. Um, did you want to talk about uh, Sonic? Yes, let's Sanic. talk about Sonic. Um, so, I thought the Sonic movie was... Um, I feel like I wish I was a kid when the movie came out. I definitely felt like it was a kid's movie. But for those of you who don't know, I had a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fa- phase when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I had all the Sonic games, especially like the GameCube era of Sonic. I had like, it was like Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Heroes, yep. Shadow the Hedgehog, where he had a gun. Yeah. Like, I played them up until Sonic Generations on the PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was just kind of out. Because for those of you who don't know, Sonic games have a tendency, especially the three three D ones, to be very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Where they can they go from oh it's not too bad to really bad games. Two I... D Sonic tends to be consistently like fun platformers. I stopped at uh, whatever Sonic game where he became a werewolf. A werewolf that was um, Unleash. Yeah, I stopped there. I was like, I'm done. Uh, but I like I read the com- oh that I read game the- was so bad. I read the Sonic comics. Uh, like I still have a lot of them at home. I re- Sonic. Like my first issue was issue one thirty four. It was like he had just come back from space, and I always thought it was really weird that I was like, oh, Sonic has a girlfriend, and it's not Amy. It was a I think she was a squirrel. Sally. Sally. Sally, Sally Acorn. Acorn. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was just like, huh, interesting. They broke up. This is a weird place to start the comics. Oh, well, keep going. Uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, you know, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle is a classic and it holds a special place in my heart. Um, that soundtrack, man. Oh, yeah. Elite. Cityscape. So- yep. Sonic Heroes. I, that, that seems to be a very divisive game. You either love it or you hate it. I love it. I liked it, but I mean, is it a great game? Ah, I haven't no. played it in 10 years. Yeah, so. Couldn't tell you. Um... But, yeah, I think I agree with you. Like, I wish I was a kid to really enjoy it. I mean, obviously, there are some things that if you are a Sonic fan, you recognize and you're like, ah, that's pretty great. And then uh, Robotnik, Jim Carrey, he had a lot of fun. I think he was a great choice for it. I think I really liked him as Robotnik. Uh, Yeah, Jim Carrey was great in this. I mean, he was just... He, Jim Carrey was just Jim Carrey. Yeah. I mean, the man is pretty much a human cartoon, mm-hmm. so it makes sense you would have him play Dr. Eggman. Um, as far as Sonic himself, I think that the redesign was much needed oh, yes. because there's a lot of Sonic in this movie, and had Sonic looked like he did in that first trailer, it would have been a disaster. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they made Sonic just look better definitely benefited the movie. Um, I forget the main human guy's name. And his fine wife. Um, there were... Yeah, this movie kind of reminded me of... Um, it almost reminded me of like Transformers a little bit. Like the first one mm-hmm. with Shia LaBeouf. Because mm-hmm. it's always like a human meets this, you know, extraterrestrial creature and has to go on an adventure. Yeah. It kind of gave me... It gave me that vibe. This is probably still a better movie than Transformers 1, though, I feel. Uh, well, they're... they're... There's a re- not even gonna get there. Uh, so uh, I I think that with Sonic, uh, like his sort of origin story, I was just sort of like, 
yeah, yeah, whatever. The redesign definitely needed, especially since spoiler alert, uh, Tails showing up in the post credit scene. Could you imagine Tails looking like that? Oh, it would have been terrible. Oh my god, it would have been the thing of nightmares. People started clapping in the theater when Tails showed up. Yeah, same in mine. And then there was this one little kid. Who's that? <laughs> you hapless little sh- Never Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, uh, you know, I really did think that, you know, it was a, it was a good kids movie. Um, you're going to find some joy in it if you're a Sonic fan. And then obviously there's going to be people that don't make my My favorite laugh out loud joke was when they're going through, Sonic's going through all the people in the town, the nicknames he has. And there's one guy, I think it's in like Crazy Carl or something oh, like yeah. that. Because he's like the one guy in the town who's seen Sonic. Mm. And his drawing of Sonic is the, uh, the Sonic, um, yeah. the Sonic, uh, picture, the meme that went viral. And it's just like, oh, it's funny. Yeah, crazy car. He's like, I was right with the chainsaw. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Donut Lord and Pretzel Lady. Uh, wow, I remember those names, but I don't remember their actual Actually, that's name. what I'm saying. I'm Wait, like, no, what are the human Is names? it Tom? Tom, maybe, possibly. Uh, it's a generic name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it it was it was a good movie. I think it'll it, it will get a sequel. Um, definitely, it'll definitely get a sequel. Probably the best video game movie, and or probably one of the best video game movies we've gotten in recent years, outside of like Detective Pikachu. Um, this is definitely on the level of Detective Pikachu. I feel. Yeah, I'm I might have liked Detective Pikachu a little bit more than this. I'm gonna say that I did, but I also think that because I'm a bigger Pokemon fan than a Sonic fan, that that definitely had that. And Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I was like, Detective Pikachu had Ryan Reynolds and a bunch of Pokemon. And one thing about this movie is that they only have Sonic. Tell shows up at the end. Though in the beginning, you you kind of... You have, like, an Echidna tribe. It's not... They're not Knuckles, but, like, you can tell that they were based off the Echidnas. I'm assuming... That the sequel to this movie will be Sonic going back to his original hometown. Hopefully. If Tails is searching for him, that's probably what they're trying to do. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully, you know. Well, the other thing is the company that animated Sonic. Closed down. Yeah. So I'm like, I hope you guys can find someone to do it right. Yeah, I really wanted um, I really wanted uh, Mario to show up at the end with an eye patch saying, Sonic, we need you for the Smash Bros. initiative. <laughs> so I made that joke when Detective Pikachu came out. I, I mean, it can happen. Just to have a Super Smash Bros. I mean, Mario shows up with an eye patch and a trench coat. He's like, Pikachu, Sonic, we need you. <laughs> and, then, oh, and then you get a Metal Gear Solid movie. Snake! 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 Not gonna happen. But, no, uh, not at all. We can, we can dream. Um, you got anything else about Sonic? Uh, we we're blowing through these films. Yeah, no. I mean, realistically, there, you know, there's, there's, there's only, yeah, not all that much to talk about. There hasn't been a ton of drama and a ton of. Um, I'm not gonna say these films were deep, but like, you're kind of like. Yeah. You kind of get what you see there. You, you, yeah, I mean, both Harley Quinn and Sonic were like, what you see in the trailer is what you're going to get in the movie. Yep. Um, I saw the My Hero Academia movie. Yep, saw that too. Um, can we, you want to go into just full spoilers? Yep, full spoilers. Your Bakugo, one for all. That's, um... 
You know, was it was that spoiled beforehand? I just it was spoiled in trailer. Yeah. yeah, I wish I didn't know about it before it happened. I I remember seeing the the trailer going in. I think I sort of forgot about it, and then later on, like before it happened in the movie, I was like, oh yeah, they're gonna do that. But I I was just sort of like, because I I saw it with uh one of my my best friend, and he um like I got him into My Hero Academia, but we we walked out of the movie, and he was just like. Wait, what just happened? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, are they going to explain? And I was like, no. Nope. Because, uh, you know... I, I guess what, I, what they said in the movie was that Deku was giving Bakugo one for all, but the apparently the, the transfer wasn't complete. So Deku gets to keep it. And you're just like, I mean, okay. I, I mean, I'll buy it. It was cool. There are certain issues, like how would Bakugo not have used one for all the way he did? In the movie. Yeah. You know, when Deku, he had to train to learn how to use, like, a finger. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would just go to that, you know, Bakugo is... He just has fighting prowess. Yeah, and so, I mean, he still broke his arms in using it. Um, So, you know, he was better than Deku was initially, but, you know, he still wasn't, like, perfect right off the bat. Right off the bat, not back. Um... I still, I feel like this movie did a better job of showcasing other people's powers. Yeah, this movie, unlike the first one, this movie had the whole class 1A, and they all used their powers. Everybody helped in one way or another. I do feel like they did not put enough respect on my boy Todoroki's name, and so I'm a little upset about that. But yeah, yeah. he he yeah he helps fight the uh one of the, the beast. He was a cool henchman. Oh yeah, he was great. Chimera, he could have he could have been the name main villain. Chimera, he was he was pretty badass. Yeah. The um who was the other uh the ninja? I was kind of like eh, and then I forgot what the lady did. Uh, she was essentially Medusa. Oh, Medusa! As soon as I saw her hair, I was just like, is she Medusa from the comics? Probably. She looks exactly like she did. Yeah, she, and she did. had the long red hair, and then her hair was her weapon. I was like. Well, the villain, um, the villain was sort of like a mini all for one. I'm like, they can't get away from that. They really can't. What like, all, all for, for one? one? Because he was he was essentially gave the guy the powers in the first movie, and this guy got all for one's powers from the doctor in this movie. Yeah, I mean, they definitely for I don't know if this movie is canon, but they tried to keep it as close to canon as possible. Right, and it sort of makes sense. Where... Because you had the League of Villains, you had a Shigaraki, kills mm-hmm. a movie villain at the end. Yeah. Have you read... Are you up to date on... No. Not, how... Watching the anime. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, I, I, I am a... I, I don't like waiting, so I read. Um, but I feel like I know where this could fit... Mm-hmm. In the in the anime, it takes place manga. later because like Endeavor has like a, a face scar. I know he yeah. gets that recent, relatively recently, mm. like a year ago. Yeah, I feel like you're not that far from it though. Okay, the way the this is going. Okay, um, because where did has this season officially ended yet or no? No, they're in the middle of the season. So they did all the overhaul stuff, and right. now they're in like. It's not filler, but it kind of feels like it. Is it the gentleman? The gentleman guy. Nah, he's actually like, he was in the manga. So okay. it's not filler. No. Uh, it felt like filler when I was reading it. Yeah, it but... feels like filler. I heard the, I heard it's like the weakest arc. Yeah. But then everything else that's after is cool. Yeah, I'm, uh, 
I am on episode like 78 or 79, and that's when I stopped. And then I was just going to wait for it to finish up, and then I was just going to binge the rest of them. But it, I feel like it's next season that Endeavor will get that scar. Okay. And then this takes place a little bit after that. Okay. Um, and I be and I feel like it is canon because of what's happening right now, sort of like in the in the manga, like right where it is right now. So I feel like it is canon mm-hmm. because it makes sense. Whereas the first movie parts of it are canon like some of the characters are canon like the the guy that helped design all might suit yeah and possibly his daughter but the things that happen not so much yeah so uh i liked it i liked the first one better i think the first one's a, a better movie in my opinion um, yeah i missed all might but i mean i've missed all might having his powers for yeah a while that's one thing the one thing the first movie had they never even really did in the show was Deku and All Might teaming up and yeah. fighting one person. That is that that first movie is, they did that because I like the gift where they're both running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it, like on my way to work and you know you're doing that. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. And I just it, did a running motion because you guys can't see me. <laughs> uh, for me, it was that moment's reminiscent of the father son Kamehameha. Yeah. Kamehameha. Yep. Um, yeah, but I mean, with this one, I mean, you got more of the, you got more of the students. Everybody had a moment, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Final Battle was just like a light show. Yeah, I was like, oh, so they're trying to uh, bump, this is where a lot of the uh, cost came in that animation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when he's, you know, the bad guy's using his storm, so I was like, oh, I, he, he was pretty cool, I guess, you know, it's fine. Yeah, the villain didn't really have. Any, any backstory except oh I hate I mean all the villains in My Hero Academia hate superhero society mm-hmm. because the way the My Hero Academia society is set up if you are born with shitty powers then it kind of sucks mm-hmm. like like the thing is the thing about the My Hero world is that like people who are born with like amazing powers pretty much get like the keys to the kingdom mm-hmm. you know if you're someone like a like a Todoroki or Bakugo but like the, but say like the Chimera guy, like yeah, his life probably did suck. Yeah, that and he, you know, like didn't look like a human, so you know that too. Yeah. Even though I guess it just sort of picks and chooses how you don't look like a human, because um, the kid with the tail, it just doesn't seem like his life is all that hard. Yeah. You, know you know what I'm still trying to figure out? What? How Mineta got into UA? Because, you know, there were some people that got in because of money and status. So that was uh, Todoroki. Um, crap, what's your name? Um, Yairozu. Yairozu. Belly button guy. Yeah, and... Um, Ida. Ida. They were like the legacies and the money. How did Mineta get in? <laughs> like, I know you have to have comic relief, but like, he just... Is pretty much useless. Just throws his balls. Yeah. Until his head starts bleeding. Yep. And um And the show and the show knows and the show knows what they're doing when they make balls jokes from the yeah. meta. Yeah. And uh Invisible Girl is pretty much useless. Because Was she, did she even do anything in the movie? Not really. And she just got an upgrade in the manga like a couple months ago, because they're all like 
I, I I don't know what year this is. I think they're still freshmen. I think they're they're, they're like, also freshmen. Man, yeah, I wish I my think, freshman year was like that. I think it's like in their like summer break or whatever, something like that. But they're like doing essentially internships again, and they all like you know all the heroes are like we're gonna focus on your powers more, and you know one specific thing. And so I'm like, oh, now she can actually do something. But you know, it's just like how has no one taught her how to control her invisibility? I feel like a thing in the manga is going to be like seeing what she actually looks like at some point, probably at the end. Maybe, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, for her to, like, she could be stealth literally every time. She just, you know, like they did in the uh, training, like in one of the earlier episodes, she just took off her gloves and everything. And then, you know, she's totally invisible because that essentially she's naked the entire time. Yeah. Which I, excuse me, I guess is the joke, but I'm just like. You know, at least everybody else has some uses. Like, her and Minetta are top two most useless characters. Yeah. 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 I, just, I have a question for you. Whose mm-hmm. power would you want in the show if you could have someone's power? Uh, if I couldn't break my arms, I would say one for all. But uh, I would say, realistically... Um, Yaya Rose is pretty dope. Yeah, I would say Yaya Well... It says she has to understand what it is, and I'm just like, what's the level of understanding? Because if it's just a surface level understanding, like you know what it does, like how something works, yeah, Yayorozu for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, because like, you would literally need nothing. I mean, I have we seen her make food? Did she make food in the movie? I don't know. She, I don't think she made... I don't know. She might have made food, maybe. If that's... A, case then you don't need nothing <laughs> you literally need nothing yeah just but she has to eat to use it right right so you know just give me food didn't, didn't Manetta say it was kind of like pooping or something like that so, yeah someone said that I remember I was a joke yeah and then she got really flustered it's like it, you know what it reminds me I was like you can make anybody any product ever and just sell it and you know it reminds me of uh when i was a kid the reason i didn't believe in santa claus and i guess it sort of fits that i'm a lawyer is that uh, i was just like how are like nintendo and sony not suing him for giving kids you know like playstations and ds's like that doesn't make any sense (laughs) people are greedy like what is this uh and now i'm a lawyer so now you know i can be like hey santa claus cease and desist oh my god (laughs) Uh, I'm getting cold for Christmas. Anyway, uh, Sam, I'm gonna have to talk. To, we're gonna have to talk to you outside. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, my hero. Um, you know, a ship that I didn't want, but now I know I want it. Is I sent this to you in a text message. Was in in the manga that came out this week. Uh, you just see, um, like you know, you have the the cop, the coward trio in Mineta, um kid with lightning powers and or it's generally just them two I think it's not a trio it's just a duo and so one of the heroes was telling the kid with lightning powers to just like think about those that are uh, that you care about that are close to your heart there has been like nothing that's really really shown this all that much besides um, during the uh, concert arc where you're at right now Mm -hmm. but then it's like you see him turn around and it like you know zooms in, and then you see the girl with the ear, the uh, head jacks for ears, 
And then she was just like, stay strong, charge bolt. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I ship it. No, there's a lot of shipping with my hero, with my hero characters. Yeah, I still don't get the people who are just like the. Uh, Y'all gotta chill with some of that fan art though. They are in high school. <laughs> like, they're freshmen. They're fourteen. They're like fourteen, and it's like. Mm. Some of y'all gotta chill, dog. One day we're gonna have a conversation about anime, and um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. People are just like uh, Bakugo, and um, why do people want Uraraka and Bakugo? Yeah, that's I don't get that. Because... Is it just because they want like the whole good girl bad boy type deal? Yes, that's, that's just, it. That's, that's, that's what they want. Like Jesus Christ, some of y'all gotta go to therapy. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I'm not even saying that in, like a mean dismissive way, but like. There's this whole societal thing of like, oh, I want the bad boys. Like, like Bakugo is like not stable. Yeah. Like, be like, uh, I get you wanting someone that can stand up for you and protect you, but like, Bakugo is dangerous. What are you doing? Right. Uraraka does not need to be, you know, Bakugo's therapy couch. That's what I'm saying. Like, she could do better. Like Deku. Yeah. Because we know at least Deku becomes, is becoming more confident and confident as the show goes on. He's not crying nearly as much as he used to. Right. That's what people used to roast Deku for mm-hmm. earlier on was all the crying he used to do. And it's like, listen, he's growing, all right? Yeah. Yayuro, I think the only one that I think pretty much everybody can agree on is Yayorozu and Todoroki. Yeah. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Money and power. Money and power. That's the uh, the Beyonce and Jay Z couple. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything else with my hero? Uh, Hawks was in the movie. Yeah, Hawks was in the movie. He'll become more prominent in next season in the show because he's sort of become he's the number two hero now. So you know they show him a lot. Um, mind if we talk about Final Fantasy? Yo, oh no no, be my guest. So um, Final Fantasy Seven, one of um. I don't know if it's the, one of the greatest RPGs of all time, but it's definitely up there. Yeah, definitely up there. It's getting... So this is weird. It's getting a full-blown remake. The remake is coming out early April, I think on the 10th. The weird thing about it is that they're create, they're making multiple games that cover the entire story of Final Fantasy VII. And this game that we're getting is either... This game we're getting in April is either supposed to be... the Is he supposed to be half of the original game or like a third? However, the length of this remake is supposed to have so much new stuff that it's supposed to be the length of a uh, average Final Fantasy game, which usually they're around, I don't oh. know, like 60 hours or so. So we're getting, like, when it was like 10 and then 10 2. On uh, that we're level, get, like, yeah. 7 7 2. On, and that, 7, on that level, yeah. And Jeez. a free demo for, um, I, I don't know if it's for any, at least for PlayStation, a free demo came out this week. Pretty much, it's the game for the first three hours is what the demo is. And I got a chance to play it. Um, honestly, it was a blast. The game is beautiful. It seamlessly goes between like the CGI cutscenes and actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, the what, what I played is pretty much is sort of... Um, you're sort of... Uh, I, I guess... Your your cloud and your sword your cloud you got your sword and everything you're sort of like assisting a team of rebels with like their mission mm-hmm. and you get to play as cloud and um, I don't know if you know Barrett known as uh, he was the black guy in Final Fantasy yeah. seven um, Barrett is still a stereotype he's still a uh, Mr T knockoff Cloud what you doing man like he's very like mm, 
I was like, y'all could have, like, you, you could have updated it for 2020 a little bit. I mean, he does have a hand for a gun, which is kind of cool. Mm. But, um, I mean, I did enjoy the gameplay. It was a blast. Beautiful looking game. Destroyed a giant robot. And I'm just like, this is fun. I can get behind this. I can get behind this. So I will be getting it. But, um, I wish you guys had done a little bit better with Barrett. Like, I don't know. This is 2020. Could be worse. It could be Popo. No, he's not. He's not the level of Popo, but he's just like, he's just the black. Barrett is a black guy in Final Fantasy VII, and he's pretty much Mr. T. He's got a hand, Mr. T, with a gun for a hand. I pity the fool. He he, pretty much. Uh speaking of Final Fantasy VII and Tatsuya Nomura. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind? Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. So, um, I got Remind. I played it before you did. I beat Remind. Stuck the limit cut. So pretty much the plot of Remind takes place between after you beat Xehanort and like the end credits of the game and you see how Sora gets Kyrie back and why he ends up disappearing at the end of the original game. Some of Remind is replaying the final portion of Kingdom Hearts 3, but better because they allow you to play as Riku, Aqua, Roxas, and Kairi at certain points. Mm -hmm. um, you refight the organization, and uh, you have an extra fight. You fight Xehanort with Kairi in like a different sort of battle than you did. In the final bat, in the final game, you get to explore Scala El Kylum mm -hmm. a little bit by um, you have to search for like shards of Kyrie's heart. I yeah, think five shards. Five shards. Um, this is real fresh in my memory because I just did this yesterday and today. Yeah, I, I so with Remind, I will say overall, um, Remind was kind of bittersweet for me because I liked everything that they added. I liked being able to play as other characters. I liked that we finally got more context on the ending. A part of me wishes that a lot of this was just in the original game. And I think that is the thing with me in Remind where I was just like, ugh. Like, it just made, it makes me wish that the Kingdom Hearts 3 we got was just a little bit better. Yeah, uh, Remind for me, um, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it started off. I liked a lot of the cutscenes that happened that gave, you know, sort of like background on different things. Like, yeah, I was uh, young, get that. No, that's cool. Yeah, young Xehanort talking to the Master of Masters. Um, you have uh, Zigbar talking to Luck. Luck? No, that's not Luxord. Is that Luxord? Luxord, yeah. Um, and it's sort of like, okay, Luxord has his own agenda. That's interesting. Um, I absolutely loved playing as Roxas. Roxas is my favorite final, uh, my favorite Kingdom Hearts character. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 was is still my favorite no, of, that battle, of the franchise. No, because when you get to do the battle this time, you get to be Roxas assisted by Shion and Axel mm -hmm. against um, Science. Yes. And like they get like this awesome team attack. Mm -hmm. And it's just like this is what I this is what should have been yeah. in that final battle in the original game. Right. This is this is Kingdom Hearts Infinity War and you don't let me Infinity War until the DLC comes out. Exactly. Like, no, it was awesome, which is why it was bittersweet because I'm like, man, that was cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Limit, Limit Cut kicked my butt so I have not uh, gotten through that yet. 
Um, Same. So I I think like with Kyrie, you know, uh, being there and Sora disappearing, and I'm just like Sora. Well, if you weren't stupid, Kyrie would still be here, but yet here we are. And they tried to give more context to like when Kyrie's taken, because like her and Sora are both like trapped by like was well, Zenith to put him in a thing? I forget how it happened, but like they yeah, like couldn't move. And then Zemnis is just like, yoink. I need you, mine. But, uh, I mean, so, I mean, all the extra battles were cool. The the battle, there is, oh, I forgot. There's one battle where you get to have, like, all the Keyblade wielders except Sora versus, like, um, all the, like, Xehanort clones. Yeah. That was, that was cool. That was annoying. It was annoying, but it was cool. Yeah. You get to switch between different characters. They got to, you, you got to hear them talk to each other, like Riku and Terra, and like um, Roxas and Ventus, and you're like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I don't remember this happening in the original one. The conversation between Sora and Venitas. Who's the one with the motorcycle helmet on his head? That's Venitas, right? Yeah. yeah. That conversation. I was like, oh, okay then. What are you going to do with this? We'll find out in 20 years. Probably. Uh, yeah, so... Um, now, I don't know if you've seen The Secret Boss and The Secret Ending. I did. Yeah. Uh, I it's pretty... I, it was who I was expecting it to yeah. be. Yozora. Yozora. And then, apparently, you can beat him. And if you beat him, he disappears. Um, and then... It has Sora saying, like, the at the end uh, whatever the words are but people are speculating that so regardless of whether you beat Yozora or you lose the Yozora uh, and apparently during the fight Yozora steals your Keyblade which I'm just like oh, I'm not using he steals that. your healing item too I was like I am not using the ultimate blade for that fight because I don't want to get hit by it um, but Yozora is in a car and he's talking to his driver about something and I think they say something along the lines of like what? This doesn't make sense. And people are saying that the driver is Luxord. Yeah, people are saying the driver is Luxord. And, the, and like, um, Yuzora waking up in the car is very similar to what would what became Final Fantasy XV, Final Fantasy Versus right. Thirteen. The trailer, the original trailer, we had Noctis in the car. And, like, for those of you who don't know, there's a lot of drama with that. Like, so, Nomura was working on Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen. And they kicked him off of the project, which is why Final Fan, which is why that game eventually became Final Fantasy 15, and it was super different than those initial trailers and what people thought we were going to get. And Final Fantasy 15, I have it, I beat it. It um for for a lot of people, it was a disappointing Final Fantasy game. The tone was kind of all over the place. The gameplay could have been better. Not a bad game by any means, but like. A lot of people think that it was like Nomura's way of getting back. <laughs> Yuzura was uh, Nomura's way of uh, getting back at Square Enix because he got pulled off the Versus 13 project. Um, uh, but, yeah. Um, did you have something you want to add? Uh, I I'll, Overall, I think Green Mine was a, a fine DLC. Um Honestly, talking about it makes me want to talk about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Because that game is bittersweet. 
what happened. I, I didn't play it, actually. So I've played a little bit of it, and I've watched a lot of it. Um, but pretty much, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot has some, at least through the first first saga, the free, you know, the Saiyan Frieza saga, um, has some beautiful moments, uh, versus like the, the cut scenes and, uh, it is a very good game. It is not your traditional RPG in the sense that I shouldn't say it's a very good game. It's, it's an, it's an okay game with some very good moments. Okay. It's not your typical RPG as in you have to grind because they will literally give you bundles of XP in between like training things because as you know like Zenkai boosts exist. So, you know, once Goku comes back from the dead and goes to face Vegeta and Nappa, he gets like 40,000 XP. So he's leveled up. So now he's either like he's above Nappa or the same level as Nappa or whatever. And so, you know, you take care of Nappa pretty easily while, you know, so it, it just it is what it is. Um there are pretty tedious spots in the game where you have all these random encounters with these robots or the further you go in the game, you know, Frieza soldiers or whatever. And so like henchmen kind of? Yeah, but they're everywhere. And if you're a higher enough level from them, then you can, you know, like literally like fly through them and then you get the XP like as if you actually fought them. But like... I feel like that sort of takes away from the enjoyment of the game if you have to constantly worry about fight doing these tedious fights. Um, but it feels like it, it feels like the game was supposed to be ended at the Frieza saga, and the reason why I say this is, you know, when Goku's fighting Raccoon on Namek, mm-hmm. that feels like that, and like the Super Saiyan transformation feel like this is saying like see what we can do with this, see how cool this all looks. And then you get to the Cell Saga, and besides the um, final battle with Cell, there are a lot of cool moments in there that just sort of seem lacking in that same tender love and care that some of the things got in the Frieza Saga. I feel a little rush. Yeah. It's like, you know, they had the plan to do through Frieza and people were like, wow, this is really cool. When are we getting, you know, sell and all them? And then they're like, oh, oops. And so then they, they sort of rush it. So like some of the things that they didn't do in the Cell Saga or at least put as much love as they could have. So they showed a good detailed transformation went from Cell went from imperfect Cell to semi-perfect Cell. But then when he went perfect, it was just sort of like, Ooh, here he is, you know. He's there. He just absorbed Android 18. You see a blinding like that. That's all it is. And it's like, that's kind of weird. And then we don't get a final flash. We don't see it. Really? Uh, no, they skipped it. They skipped Vegeta's final flash. Um, they skipped some other stuff. The final, uh, the father-son command mail was beautiful. Uh, they did that really well. They had to. Yeah. Um, does it go to Boo? It does. It goes through Boo. Trunks isn't really utilized all that well. Like sure. you fight him at you fight Frieza. You don't fight King Cold. He just sort of gets obliterated in a cutscene because they. I guess they just didn't want to make a model for him. Uh, and then you know, pretty much after, I don't even think you fight. 
perfect cell with trunks. Yeah, no, you don't. Uh, so after like that initial fight, you pretty much don't get to use trunks. And then you can bring him back as a character like after you beat the game and everything. But it's just sort of like, what's the point? Because he's so weak in comparison mm-hmm. that it's not really worth, you know, fighting. Uh, and then some of the things that they do that are cool is, you know, with you get the Dragon Balls, you can wish back people like R- Nappa and Raditz and Zarbon, Dodoria, people like that. But they all seem to want to fight Gohan. So like, when you, you can, wish them back, what do they do? They just like they're essentially like side quests, uh. and you can fight them again. But all except for like Raditz want to fight Gohan. Raditz wants to fight Piccolo, so you only have to have those characters as your main to fight them, and it's it's just sort of weird in that. Yeah, regard. when I saw it, I was just kind of like, ah, do I need another Dragon Ball Z game? I mean, it's the best solo one we've gotten in a very a long, long time. time. I'm sure. Uh, Fighters getting more characters. Okay, so speaking of other Dragon Ball Z games, so if you do like, there's these. There are these bosses that appear in the different parts of the map uh, that are, I forget what they call them, but it's essentially like, these are like the battle gates, essentially, Mm. in Kingdom Hearts 3. And so you fight them and whatever, and then as you fight them, characters from another Dragon Ball Z game show up. Mira and Toa. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And so, um, I haven't beaten all of them, and I haven't seen what you do. I think they might be the final, final boss fight or something like that. But yeah, no, Mira and Toa show up. And that's gotten a mixed reaction. They're the most uh, non-canon characters characters that show up. Because I think they first showed up in the, like, the Dragon Ball Heroes, like, card game in Japan. And then they put them in Xenoverse. Yep. And then they were back in Dragon Ball Super Heroes, and now they're in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Um, also, is a super anime ever coming back? Do we know? Uh, they're focusing on Digimon. Oh, awkward. Yeah. Even though the Dragon Ball Z or the Dragon Ball Super manga, I really like this new arc that they're in. I, I think haven't it's read really it. Cool. I I I like it. I'm like, please animate this, and we're not there. I know they were fighting the, uh, the goat guy. Is he a goat? I don't know what he is. Yeah, he, he looks like a goat. He looks similar to Xehanort. Okay. Uh, Xehanort turns into a goat. Yep. And the player X is Mashalot and sometimes Triangle. Um, so, I uh, did a really good job of uh, putting some stank on Gohan. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I was just like, you know, I'm always happy to see Gohan get some. Love. Gohan does anything; the crowd goes wild. Yeah, essentially. Um, they, I think Vegeta is going to have a substantial power up in the sense, not in the sense of like he's getting a new form, but he's learning. He went to he went to Planet Yard Rat. Where oh, I Goku get the learned, instant tra- learning instant transmission. They said like instant transmission was like the base of what you could learn there. And so they're like, yeah, it's about learning key control. And Vegeta, you never learned how to do that. So then, you know, Vegeta's going to get a sort of like a bump up there. And guess what's back or will be back? What? Ultra Instinct. Because Goku got training from like an angel in training about Ultra Instinct. 
and all that, guys. Thought you didn't want that back because it's a sort of a MacGuffin. And yet... It's back. Yeah, I mean, he didn't go Ultra Instinct, but... They're putting it in uh, Fighters. I'm really curious as to how that's going to actually work. Like, physically playing it. Yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters, they announced a new season. Five characters. We're getting Kefla and Ultra Instinct Goku. Three more are, um... Not sure who they would be. Question marks. They're probably going to go for movie characters. Maybe a GT character. Because they did add GT Goku last season. So maybe we get... And we have two Broly... And you can finally have two Broly's in one game. Because they added movie Broly. Right. So maybe we get Baby Vegeta. Uh... Do we have Omega Shinron yet? No. Omega Shinron and probably Nova. Nova's always a fan favorite. Yeah, they like to put in Nova sometimes. Because they, they added most of the major super characters. Yeah. If you have Kefla, Jiren. Give me PyCon. Hit. Give me PyCon. PyCon was black. PyCon is my favorite. Well, non-canon he, character. Non-canon character because he only showed up in the series and filler and, and the and movie. movie. And I'm just like, you could have, he could have been in Universe 7. But no, you had to give us Tien, who got eliminated quickly, and Krillin, who got eliminated off the bat. Like, come on, I love Krillin, but, like, you gave Master Roshi some real love. Pycon was black, in my opinion. Yes, him and Piccolo. <laughs> black. <laughs> Goku. Yeah. Oh, man. I went to a I went to a comic convention where a guy gave a uh, he gave a presentation on actually black animals are all characters that are definitely not black but they were black to him and like Piccolo and Picon are on the list Blackbeard from One Piece was on the list I, I don't want to call Blackbeard from One Piece I don't want to call him <laughs> black I don't I don't I do not like that man yeah Scar from Full Metal Alchemist okay yeah 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 <laughs> Scar's black he had um. Killer Beef Kage. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that's that much of a stretch of the ima- imagination. The land hidden in the clouds. They're black. Yeah. Which is weird because it's hidden in the clouds. Pretty <laughs> much. Melanin. Hidden uh, in Wakanda. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, that's pretty much it on Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, Dragon Ball Super. I'm really enjoying the manga there. Um, Boruto manga. Yeah, whatever. Um, is that it? Is that it on the anime front? Um, for most this season, the anime's been kind of dry. Except yeah. for my hero, there's nothing I've really been following. You ever watch Fate Stay Night? Nope. Okay. All right. There's a one of those thing, and um, yeah, I don't really. I don't. This season, the anime's been kind of dry. I think manga wise, I think Fire Force is coming to an end soon. Is it? Yeah, because I I I think they don't make them the last. They don't make them the last like the big three did. Though, the um, writer of Bleach is supposed to be announcing a new project soon. Mm. So, who knows? Bleach I... was a big phase of my uh, emo years. <laughs> I just think uh, with Fire Force, because of where it's building to, is like uh, I, I'm about to happen. So, I can easily see this like event being, you know, like a hundred chapters. But after 400. Oh, I'm sure. Which, I mean, also, you know, One Piece, it's finally out of its doggone backstory for Odin. But which now I'm like, Oda's sick. Right, and I was like, just leave that man alone. Yeah, pretty much. Let Oda Sensei rest. Lord Odin was a beast, though. Oh, yeah. He went out like a G. Oh, yeah. 
He got boiled in hot acid and still didn't die. He had to just get shot in the head. Right. But, um... Which I'm just like, take Kaidu down. And also, Raftel. Laugh-tail. Uh, I was like, ah, okay, I see you, Oda. Yeah, no, One Piece has been... I mean, the flashback, it wasn't a bad flashback. No, it wasn't. It we was got, we got one there. every arc, and it was... Yeah, I mean, we got we got some stuff with Roger and Whitebeard, which was cool. Yeah, that was real cool. Um, I hate a Orochi has got to die. Oh, yeah. Lord Orochi is like, he's scum. Terrible. Yeah, I'm just like, who gets to like, kill him? Kaido's a villain I respect. Lord Orochi, I don't respect him. I mean, Kaido, like, I, it's hard to see the different pirates as villains, considering that all the pirates are villains, technically, yeah. by our standards. But I think the only real villainous pirate uh, that we've gotten post- uh, New World arc mm-hmm. is really Blackbeard yeah. because yeah, Crocodile was a villain, Arlong was a villain, like all the ones he fought, you know, at the different arcs were villains. But at this point, it's like Whitebeard wasn't really a villain by you know our, our standards in no. terms of you know against Luffy as a protagonist. It's really more the Marines that are villains, but only like uh, a Kainu, a Kaidu, a Kainu, a Kainu, yeah. So, uh... You didn't see the last One Piece movie that came out, did you? Nope. Meaning to get on that thing. You should see it. Me. It's, um... Is that X? Or is that Gold? No, Gold's the one. No, Gold's not that good. It's, um... I forget the name of it, but, um... That movie pretty much had every One Piece character ever. And you're like... I'll, you, when you watch it, you'll understand. You're like, this couldn't be... You're gonna watch, like, the first 15 minutes, and you're like, yeah, this can't be canon. Oh. At all. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think we've mostly covered everything. Uh, Arrowverse, we didn't really talk about. It's pretty dry right now. Supergirl had its 100th episode. It was, um, it was pretty much a clip show. Was that Mitsopitalik? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much a clip show. Um, Batwoman, I'm sick of her sister. She needs to die, but she won't. Um, Black Lightning, Wayne Brady's a villain. And they made him, like, Black Captain America. Mm. Essentially, like he's like he's like a super soldier, like gone rogue, pretty much. <clears throat> okay. And he's like been alive since like the forties. Okay. And is, is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch? <laughs> he does. Oh well, he did. Um, Flash is. Fl- I don't know. Do you have anything about Flash at all? Barry can't. What's the use of Barry wearing a mask? Yeah. They're um. I think that I think they're planning to write Cisco off at least because they just upgraded the uh, the black guy Chester. He's gonna be a regular. And they just made the uh, girl series regular too. The Allegra. Yeah. Yeah. I, that that's the thing with these shows. And they're not hiding the fact that Daniel Panabaker is pregnant. Yeah. No. There was a shot I definitely saw with the baby bump, and it's like you guys that you know heroes have their their teens and everything like that. But these shows are all turning into shows, and they really shouldn't ever have been. No. No, Arrow and Flash is especially apparent. Yeah. Batwoman hasn't done that yet. Supergirl has Give it some time. Yeah, Supergirl has her team, but I think... It's still about Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah, Flash and... Arrow obviously just went overboard with the team. Yeah. Starting by the time we got to season four. Yeah, because... Season four and five. Realistically, it should have... Just Felicity, Diggle, and 
Oliver. Oliver. Um, Maybe Roy. With the occasional, you know, Roy in there or Thea. Uh, and then, you know, whoever's guest starring because of whatever. Like, you could have still built up the Arrowverse being full of heroes without having them... And I think part I think part of it too the shows went on. I think uh I think the leads wanted less screen time, so they needed other characters to have, you know, mm-hmm. things for them to do. But no, Flash is Flash is getting ridiculous. Which is why I think I think Cisco's gonna leave. Yeah. Caitlin could too, to be honest. Yeah, because the other thing is if you don't have Killer Frost as a villain, she's sort of just Cause like because listen, you got we got Barry, Cisco, Caitlin, Iris, Joe. Cecile. Yeah. Cisco's girlfriend, so we're at seven. Chester. Chester, which is which is um which is eight. Allegra. And uh, Allegra, which is nine, and Nash Wells, which is ten. And uh, wait, and Ralph, which is eleven. And then soon Sue Dibney. And possibly Sue Dibney. So we're at eleven plus member of the team flash right now. That's just utterly ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You can't get rid of Barry. You can't get rid of Iris. Those are probably the two that you can't get rid of. I'm surprised Joe honestly hasn't been killed. I think they're because everybody knows he's TV's best dad. Pretty much. Come um, here, Barry. Let's go talk in the hallway about this. I miss those Barry and Barry and Joe scenes. Yes. Um, when Grant Gustin gets to actually act. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Legends, uh, Legends is kind of weird. Yeah. Zari's back, but uh, different personality. So Though I do like uh, Zari's brother. Zari's brother is kind of cool. Oh, I did like that uh, they made um, Charlie one of the fates. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I was like, ah, there's a Greek She mythology. like wasn't in the season a lot, but no, they. so Charlie has a purpose. So again. I guess this season after they, you know... Uh, fix um, uh, un, uh, what's her name? Constantine's little girl that he let down. That's now a grown woman. Uh, but you know what's funny? Legends is supposed to be the ensemble show, and I think their team is—they have less people than Team Flash right now. They do, and they're we're losing because they got rid of Mona on the premiere. Thank God. And then we're losing um Ray and uh Nora. Nora. So it's like, yeah. Why can't we get rid of Gary? I I don't think they're gonna get rid of Gary. Need There's been less Gary. Gary this season though. Like last season, I think they know they went overboard with Gary with the possessed nipple, and it was just like our right, it was just like the freaking nipple. Too much, too much. But um, yeah, I think uh, you ready to wrap up? Yes. So we can film our our special segment. Yep. All right, all right. Well, this has been um. The 29th edition of the Two Blacks and Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm your host, Chris. And um, thank you guys for listening. Um, follow our Twitter. And um, I think it's what? TBTN yeah. Pod. Yes, yeah, TBTN Pod. And um, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. May your heart be your guiding key. Oh, God. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. That's good. <laughs>